Take it away. Welcome to the Stash Check Podcast. I am Basher Blaze. I'm here along with Joe and Ed. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Stash Check Cast, on Facebook and Instagram at Stash Check Podcast. We're here doing our annual Dragon Con yearly live event. What's up, guys? How do you feel about Dragon Con this year? I got feelings. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and obviously, it's you can you can you can kind of sense the vibe coming in that COVID happened last year and people are still getting affected by it. And was it Wednesday night? You said it was kind of slow, right? Yeah. So that's right. I got in Wednesday night. You both pulled in on Thursday. Thursday. So you know, as the tradition has gone lately, historically, you know, it was Thursday. It was New Friday. And then Wednesday was becoming the new Thursday. You know, if you remember from your 2019 experience, the Hilton lobby became, you know, Jurassic Park. You had the all, all of, you know, inflatable dinosaurs out there doing their thing. And they had some photo ops for that. But when I was lurking around, there was nothing really going on Wednesday night. The population was low. The activity level was low. And I mean, I'll just come out and say it. That's been the trend across the board, even as the intensity's picked up. There's been nothing near the peaks that we've normally had in the past few years before this. Yeah, it, it seems Thursday night was when we well, Thursday afternoon was very slow, and it picked up around ten. But we saw the real crowd coming around Friday afternoon, and we had a steady Dragon Con crowd Friday night, Saturday night. And according to their Twitter, today's the only, today's being Sunday was the only day they sold out all tickets. They weren't doing day one passes for Saturday, but I guess for Friday and Sunday they were doing it. Yeah, that I'm not really sure what the packages ended up being. I was under the mistaken assumption that they weren't doing like single day weekend passes at all, but in fact they were, and they were doing them for Sunday. And they, so, and they did two-day passes, so I think they did, like, Friday, Saturday, and, like, Saturday, Sunday ones. So I have no idea what was going on. I don't know why they did not do Saturday single passes, but... I think it was for the best, because, granted, coming into, we were, like, most, or, like, our last episode, we were talking about the safeguards they wanted to put in place, which we didn't see much of. Um, but I think it's smart for them not to do one-day passes on Saturday, because there was a Saturday crowd that felt like a regular Saturday crowd. About, I would say, a little bit subdued Saturday crowd, but... At night, about at night. At night, it was a regular... At night, felt bumping. The, the skywalk to the Hyatt felt a little bit congested versus then the Hilton. But I... It seems like most of the lobbies die out at one thirty. And part of that was organic, I think, and part of that was, like, intentional... You know, the music supply in the Marriott Atrium was not as good, as loud, and as late as it's been in the past. And, and, and you mentioned there was, uh, the issue with the, the stereo like in the, people kiss up in the Marriott. Wires. It kept skipping because it kept stepping on the wires, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even sure what was going on. Like, at first, I thought nobody was even allowed up on the Pulse Loft because it was dead empty. You brought that up. It was it Friday, Friday night, Friday late afternoon, we saw the Pulse Loft empty? And that was, like, disheartening. It was empty at the beginning pretty much of every night, even when the DJ was up there and doing his thing. And, you know, the, the DJing you would expect, say, more recently in the Hilton lobby wasn't really going on. You know, the, the Hyatt lobby doesn't really have that. No. But it was, 
it was lower trafficked than it's been other times when we posted up in there just to observe the flow. You know, that being like one of the heavy trafficked areas because the bar is right there and the Skywalk is right there. Yeah, it seems like the bigger crowd going in and out was at the Hilton, but that uh, once as soon as it hit midnight, it seemed like the music just died out and everyone made their pilgrimage to the Marriott lobby. Though there were no ATL hoes being chatted. Yes, that's a chant that has not been happening all this Dragon Con. No ATL hoes. The only, we only saw the one ATL hole on the airport. <laughs> <laughs> See, so, it's... Yeah, but just yeah, as an aside, the, the music selection, the DJing overall, just hasn't felt up to par for the past. I don't know if that's just because they've gotten worse DJs, or because they got directions to be a little more subdued. But, you know, all, all of the regular anthems you would hear and all of the stuff that would get people bouncing up and down to collapse the pulse loft hasn't been happening. Mm-hmm. You know, we were griping earlier that, you know, the Wakanda party has, you know, long since been gone. And so all Still the it, best party. It was. Uh, and so I, I haven't been to much panels this year. I, 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 I try not to do panels. We, we tried. We tried. I tried real hard. They've been... So I saw one... I think I texted you this morning that, you know, we missed ours because the room was on the other side of yeah. the Westin from where we oh, yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. They changed the time yeah, from they like 7 one. to 10, right? It was a 10 a.m. to a 7 p.m. They made people get up at 10 a.m. to think they were going to this. What panel was this? This was on the uh, robotics track. Oh, is that the CQPO post on the DragonCon Twitter? That's where I saw it. Okay. Was where the correction was on the Daily Dragon Twitter. But, I mean, I wasn't up at 10 a.m. I'm not up at 10 a.m. for anything. Especially after a Saturday. And to make people get up for that off a mistake like that, for and they're like that's a workshop, I'm pretty sure. So they had like their equipment and stuff going in. So and that's not the only mess up you guys had. You also had well, that one with no, the was well, it a dance or something? No, the panel we went. I tried to go to is the tabletop RGB play by post. Me and Joe tried at ten at the West End, which I made my track to the West End, and we all know how much I hate going to the West End. So we go to I go to the Augustina Hall C, right? I get in there at a. It's supposed to start at 5.30, I believe, or 5 o'clock, and I'm waiting there. And these guys are setting up some kind of, like, gaming equipment, like a nuclear war type of game. Yeah, it's the same guys. And I'm very confused by this. I go outside. I look at the thing. I'm like, it says right here. And I look in another room, and it says their track. And the thing about the, that hall, C and D, are connected. So it's one big room, right? So I go back inside. I'm looking at the app, and then I see Joe walks in. I'm like, what's up? Yeah, coincidentally, I pulled up there. I had gotten there because I saw a post on Twitter that was a correction for the time that said the time that Bob saw on the app. Yeah. And so we were both there twiddling our thumbs, no staff on that side of the Westin. We ended up going to the other side of the same floor. We ran into somebody there who was able to indicate to us one where the correct room was, two, that that room was already full so we couldn't get in for the last 15 minutes because we were so late, and three, that apparently they'd been trying to fix that scheduling mistake for weeks yeah, and somehow couldn't get it done. And on top of that, they had, like, written down, the, like, the DragonCon boards. Instead of, like, having, like, a paper and thick letters that said the correction, they just wrote down a pen, a very thin pen that you really couldn't see unless you walk up to the board. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that that's that's probably been like the low light of the entire experience here. But you know, based on what the guy there from the staff was telling us, it seemed like that that was something that was affecting not just this one individual case, but was something that was wrong with the scheduling overall. And, you know, I get it. They're out of practice. They had a whole year off. They probably had some turnover in who was doing what. But probably get uh, fresh staff, too. Yeah. But it's rough. It's rough. And they actually did close down panels to stop the spread or to go come in line with the guidelines for the pandemic because yeah. they're... they're Stopping people, maybe trying to keep the social distance. I was not able to see inside. All I know was, like, I wasn't allowed to go in. But I, I don't recall seeing on the schedule, now that I'm bringing it up on the app, that they mentioned you're going to see a bunch of blocks saying close for cleaning on Thursday or Friday. I think I only started seeing that on Saturday. And today, too. And today. But a lot of Well, them they also said they were doing overnight cleaning. So maybe, you know, for like Thursday, they didn't have them booked back to back to back all night. And so maybe they just didn't need to do it if they were scheduled to be cleaned every eight hours. If you only have like six hours of programming in it for the whole day, yeah, and then you're done, there's no need to close it down. And it seems like everyone was adhering to the masked policy. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. I feel like they're doing that too. Maybe I saw a few people not wearing masks or people trying to abuse the system. Like, I have a drink in my hand. Yeah. I have my mask down. I know at one of the parties I was lining to, a lady had like a drink in her hand and had her mask off. And one of the uh, staff event workers was like, put your mask up. And she's like, Ugh. She wasn't like didn't make a big deal about it, but she was upset that they told her for the mask. She said, I have a drink in my hand. Yeah, but you're no, not drinking it. Yeah, you're not drinking I mean, it. You see a lot of people at the Peachtree Center just have maybe like a nugget from DQ or something and just have the mask off. And just I mean, that away. was me. But that was also at midnight. and Which is the only thing open at the time. Yeah, so let's talk about the Peachtree Center and its weird-ass hours. But it looks nice. It does. The renovations are complete. It's beautiful. Uh, most of the old standbys for the restaurants are still there. You Caribou Coffee's there? Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking it right now. Let me now. tell you something about Caribou Coffee. Oh. My opinion does not affect the other members of the Stacks podcast, but I will say that when I went there at 7 o'clock in the morning to get my breakfast, I ordered coffee cake. No, you ordered pumpkin spice. Not pumpkin spice cake, and this lady gave me pumpkin spice cake. Let me so, tell you something so. about pumpkin spice cake. It is terrible. It's a terrible piece of cake. I don't like cinnamon. I wanted my coffee cake. You right, wanted done. You wanted. I'm done a little bit. You wanted pumpkin spice. Look, it's it's September. That's just what happens. All right. Do you I have here. blonde hair and blue eyes? No, I don't. No, you know it's at, you know DSL. It's PSL season. No matter what you're eating, it's always PSL. Yeah, and uh, I think I haven't tried any new restaurants in the Peachtree. I think I went back to the basic uh, yummy, 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 yummy. yummy. It's the buffet, right? Yeah, yeah, which they charge you by the pound. Right, which yeah. is fine. Which, but, that's but that, what you want. But that's a proper place because those lines are big. Yeah, that, so the, the way the layout is that it, the, the line wraps around the, the corner of the store and it actually spills into the walkway from the Hyatt into the food court. So if you're coming in from the opposite side, you think, oh, there's no line, and then you turn that corner yeah. and it's halfway through the walkway. Uh, we also had you know, the standard noodle shop, which is pretty good. Uh, the new Bologna place was decent. Well, it's the, I think it's the same place, just the name changed. But I, didn't, I, didn't I think they added Pokeballs. That's what they did. Did they have that last year? I don't recall. Wait, wait, what? Bologna? 
No, no, that was a different. That was like just a more generic, like Chinese yeah, mob and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I think that when they changed the name, they added the Pokeballs, because I don't think the Pokeballs were there last year. No, that was new, and like, that's a... I mean, they're well, late to a, get on the trend. trend. Yeah. Thankfully, our boy Gus was back. Yeah, but again, like some places in the Peachtree Center, Gus's hours were pretty inconsistent. You know, stuff was closing early. You know, I, I have it here. You know, my hallmark for Caribou Coffee, where we started, was that they were open late on a lot of these con nights and here I'm looking at they're closing at 3 4 2 p.m. in the afternoon you know as a place that does coffee in the middle of people trying to stay up all night long to keep partying and you know Gus was the same closing you know pretty early at seven I think yeah for one of the nights for sure you know whereas previously they were open to like 2 a.m. yeah you usually have that one uh, side of the picture where they had like was a takeout like uh, easy to grab food. That was the innovation last time, and we thought it was a hit. Yeah, now they change it to the dining area, extended dining area. Yeah, with, with like no ventilation, crappy tables, and it's pretty close in. You know, as much as as much as we praise some of the uh, some of the measures that were taken for safety, at the same time, like social distancing just did not happen. No, that was not existing. Did not happen. When we picked up their badges, no social What a reasons. fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. All right. I take it back. The actual low light was the badge pickup. Um, <laughs> there was three hours in that line? It felt like three hours. It was... Uh, which line? The badge line. It was about 45 to an hour. No, that was just inside. Yeah. And another of that same amount outside. Yeah. Well, the outside was better because we had circulation. Yes. Yeah. So, the so, usual thing wrapped around the Sheraton block. That's normal. Uh, the good news is the QR reading thing didn't seem to fuck up. No. So that was okay. It seemed what started the line was the vaccine card check. They should have more people checking yeah. one person. Putting one person on each checkpoint and, you know, whenever they step away, nobody comes in to back them yeah. up. So in our line, the lady that was doing the vaccine uh, card check, she went to get a bottle of water. Then everybody rushed to the front. And then the lady that was directing people to go to the open area for whoever's next in line in queue. She had to do uh, the vaccine check card because the lady stepped away. Yeah. It was always... Like, sure, having the line line up on John John Portman Boulevard, I think it's called? Yeah. It seemed long. It wasn't that bad. It was Sure, it was sunny. It was kind of hot, but it was a nice windy day. But as soon as we walked into the Sheridan, which is your favorite, Joe, yeah. we were escorted into a room with and, no AC. Right. But well, to be fair, we don't know, you know, they split us off. Yeah, they did, they split, did us split into two parts, and it was, we did not end up in the room where we normally go. Yeah, we, we went to, there. like, a different area of the room. Yeah, but I, on the app, I chatted with some of the guys, I always, I brought up, you know, how Batrick was a nightmare, and they all mentioned, yeah, the AC was horrible. So I'm not sure it may just be our room, or they all funneled us into the same room. I mean, I would, I would believe it either way. Because it's Sheridan? Yeah. But so, yeah, everybody, every single person who attended here went through that low circulation area, probably spent about an hour in there, you know, elbow to elbow with people. Mask on, though, but still, low circulation. And I think you brought it up, Joe. Like, that's probably the most riskiest part of this COVID event was batch pickup. And Absolutely. If you didn't catch COVID there, I don't think you, catch, you got COVID at any point of this event because that's... Yeah. Easily high saturation. I mean, we're vaccinated, so I mean, even if we get a breakthrough case, we should be okay. For the people who thought they were just going to sneak in with a recent 
negative test and no vaccine. Uh, no, they good the, luck to you. They would check vaccine cards and they offered a rapid test for thirty bucks on the site. So there's no excuse for people with no vaccine cards. But it seems like everyone was self-policing at least. I didn't see anyone with no mask other than the pack, you know, if you have food or a drink, people would just have the mask off. But like they mentioned, any public spaces, mask on. When you're walking outside in the streets, people have the mask off. I think another thing we're worried about was the American Mart and how that's going to be run. And I would say... That's the smoothest part of the this The two days we spent in line, different time... Uh, it, the line went pretty fast. It didn't feel like we had a long wait time. And that the floors did not feel crowded as all. Yeah, I, know they, I don't know because it's half the size of the regular Dragon Con. That's why it didn't feel crowded. But it felt it didn't feel like... Like when it came in twenty nineteen, it was ass yeah. to ass. But every every time, it could get that crowd. There were certain areas, like you know, they're always popular, like the Chessex stand. Everybody's got their hands in the fucking dice bins, and they're all crowding around there. And so I, that's always packed. I didn't get no dice because I didn't want to risk. Right, but I had to walk by there, right. and you know, I'm squeezing in. You know, the Ultra Sabers place always packed. There weren't, there weren't a lot of vendors coming around, I think. There were a lot of empty space. Yeah, but they did not widen the aisles. No. Anything about, like, one-way movement for any part of this not was not a thing. So it was business as usual. And, I mean, we didn't hit, a, like, a capacity for it, but it also didn't feel like they were... Policing it? It wasn't... Su- if there was a capacity limit for America's market, it wasn't super low. Right. Yeah, and we would have seen if, you know, if someone would have tweeted or we would have seen the line just stop and like, oh, no, we hit capacity, you have to wait or come back in an hour. We waited. Mm-hmm. The first day we went was Friday afternoon? Yeah, because we wanted to go there. The first, first day. day as which as I, think, I think everyone had the same because idea. Because we, we had the fear yeah. of the American bar being like this but nightmare situation. Even, even that was like still what you would get on a regular year, like a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, you went after us. Was there any line? There was, but it was fast. I was like in line ten minutes. Yeah, we were there about twenty. You know, not even, not even halfway around the building. And yeah, you're right. There were some vendors missing. Uh, I keep forgetting guy's name. Peter Morbacher. Not Peter Morbacher. Well, I did. Well, I was maybe getting some angel prints from him because I love. They have given me so many ideas for different things. But one, the the guy where I got my Chung Li uh, art, I keep forgetting his name. It's kind of like a watercolor type of thing. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like the geisha. Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't. wasn't there. He wasn't here to, this year, and I was very sad about that because I wanted to get more stuff from him. Yeah, uh, but we dropped money this time. Oh, we, I dropped too much money when I heard the news about the rooms. I was like, oh, who's balling out? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a that's a whole thing. So this year we were with three guys at Dragon Con. We each have three separate rooms. Yeah, like, that's the big story here, is that we're at half-force level. Yes. You know, one of our co-hosts is clearly missing from this episode here, and I'm sure he's going to listen to this and wish he could have jumped in, but... There's a 12-hour delay between us and he, so yeah, he, I, I, he wouldn't be able to join us at this point. He's in an undisclosed location somewhere on another continent. On a gulag or something. <laughs> we don't even know where he is. That's how secret this mission is. So, Bob ended up as a Marriott boy on the second floor thanks to Joe's contribution to paying that 75 night. Yeah, all right. But this this was fucked up, though, because this is the first time Marriott has ever upcharged people for a low floor. You know, it wasn't an option making the reservation at any point, you know, online. So I pull up there Wednesday afternoon. It's not that busy to check in. And 
the guy tries to put me on 26. Get the fuck out of here. So I tell him, you know, is there anything lower? He's like, yeah, I can put you on, like, anywhere 2 through 9 if you pay extra $75 a night. And, you know, my thought at the time, which I think has played out practically, is that that was going to be the central location for us to, like, you know, drop our stuff, you know, have the bar over there, all that. Because, you know, as I predicted, Ed ended up on a pretty high floor north of 30. I got 36. And the third room is over here in the Hyatt, where we traditionally record from, you know, thanks again to Dee's legacy status, which I assume the mantle for, and any of the damage charges, so please don't fuck this place up while we're in here, you know, doing our thing right now. Yeah, but that didn't stop us from running up the charge for uh, room services. Uh, I mean, we're, you know, people are going to find out what happens here when the dust settles. And I'm hoping the Dragon Con will let us know what happened here when the dust settles, too. You know, as Ed said, they sold out single-day passes, but there was no announcement that they sold out, like, overall passes or anything else. So we don't really know how many people were here. Yeah, I don't think they hit the 4,200 mark. I don't think so either. But going back to the Marriott, uh, no house cleaning yeah. for the Marriott. Big, that big was a, That's a big move. I know you said in the Hyatt they're doing house cleaning stuff. Yes, they are doing it here. I have declined it mostly because I turned this place. I mean, you, you see what's around you right here. This is like every other place I've ever lived. Stuff spread out on every fucking thing. Half the chairs are covered in crap. The desk is useless. The bed is a table. You know, we're recording off of a nightstand. And I guess we're having trouble getting some stuff. Well, I didn't get trouble getting toilet paper, which I needed. Uh, but you're still having trouble getting towels. I right? haven't gotten towels. So what they had, what they want to do is, if you need anything like any bath amenities or you need house cleaning, you need to use the Bon Bon, bon app or request it or dial Pam Zero Joy Joy, which <laughs> on the sheet of paper said press zero and text Joy at nothing. There's no number to text Joy. So at that point, I think it's just you know if you need something, fuck off. But I've been requesting towels since Friday. Nothing yet, but. It's again. There's nothing much to gripe about. I understand they're probably a little staffed, but I haven't had any issues in my Marriott room. I at first I would have figured that the elevators would be an issue, but I have maybe waited max five minutes. Though Joseph would not get on the elevator with me to the 36th floor anymore. All right, look, I had look, especially with you as a guy who we've spent years off the record. Talking about you know, film ex- film experiences and you know final destination scenarios in particular, <laughs> we get on this elevator with some people. We're going up there. I feel a rattle, and you know what is it? It's like three in the morning. Yeah, because you wanted to uh, pick up some conditioner. Yeah, exactly. Like the black market for hotel <laughs> supplies is pretty intense. Marriott has started bolting their shampoos and conditioners to the walls and inside wash. the shower stalls. And body wash. And so Ed happened to have one that was unlocked, which I you know, desperately needed because my enormous mane, which you'll see on the photos from this, you know, needs to be kept under control. I need to condition this thing daily or it gets wild. And so, yeah, elevator jiggles a little bit, which I do not remember at any point from the Marriott. Previously... And I think to myself, fuck this. Self, get the fuck off of this. <laughs> so we get off at 36. I hand up Joseph. I wanted to get off before that, but I, you know, the people before us got off one at a time, and I didn't want to seem super creepy, like I was about to try to run them down. 
But you I mean, said well, if you're it, up there, nobody can hear anything. Yeah. If you get robbed, you know, at your room, that's that's just what it is. Yeah, but then you decided to just take the stairs down. Thirty six flights on thirty six floor. I mean, it's down, going down, down the thirty six down is not that bad. Actually, actually, it is. I've heard that biomechanically, it's harder than going up because the, the impact on your leg is stopping yourself from falling every step. That's and, on you. I mean, yeah. Well, look, no. What are you talking about, man? You have the fucking cybernetic implant in your ankle. You're the one who should be avoiding this. Yes, I'm also in physical therapy and treatment. Yeah, but I took the elevator down. Right. But yes, I, I took it. I, I got down to floor ten, which is normally the undercover party spot. They had that locked down. And as I was telling Bob earlier today, the both both of the front side stairwells had a huge pool of vomit on them around the tenth floor. On on the uh, up where the post loft is on that side, yeah, that's great. Both of those shafts, so I had to parkour over it to keep going down. Meanwhile, I was I was taking my leisurely stroll down on the on the elevator, talking shit with Bob, and you're avoiding vomit. Look, I low risk, high, high potential reward <laughs> versus the, the slim the reward being what conditioner, the slim possibility of the elevator disconnecting. <laughs> I still got to take the elevator up. I still have yes, two more heads in there. I am never going back up above floor 10 in the Marriott ever again in my life. I, I, I'm still taking the fucking out of it. This is the year of Surfside collapse, right? Yeah, and again, you guys, well, you didn't, I would not stand underneath the post loft. I've been trying to avoid that too. The only time I was under it this time was when we took the escalator out the front today. And, you know, I looked up and... We're still there. Cross my eyes and hope that nothing happens. Still standing. I will say another thing I've noticed and I haven't noticed in previous Giant Kong years is the amount of police I see around here. Yeah, that's the, the crosswalk that is not understaffed. Yes, at the crosswalks they're here and not inside the hotels they're here. I don't know if that's making sure we have our mask on or we're keeping up with regulations. I don't think Dragon Kong mentioned that at no. all. Well, they mentioned that they would be doing the parade. None of us went to the parade, so I have no, no idea no. how that went down. But they said they had a contract for them to restrict access. You know, we went all over this before. But, yeah, nothing about increased presence inside, but I've seen more police, more private security hired as well. You know, just uniform people. And, like, this was always a thing before, where, like, you have these guys who are Resident Evil cosplayers or just dudes who want to come out in, you know, their tactical gear. And it's like, are, are you a real cop or are you just fucking around? It's like, do I have to respect you or not? Do you have a badge? You do? Fuck well, you. Yeah, but like all the Umbrella mercenaries have fake badges on. And no, they come like, like the, the Dragonfly badge. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not a real cop. Cool. Right, but all I'm saying is that my anxiety level for that went up because it's like what the you know is is this a real gun this guy is holding here because it was today that we were at the market and there was a lot of cops or that yesterday uh, no today we went to the market they were directing traffic making sure people didn't cross the street no within the market normal. within the market uh, I, I, see, I don't think I see any within the market yeah we were making that turn like in the second floor and we saw all these cops coming out I think it was America's Mart maybe I'm misremembering maybe they were just shopping they I mean maybe one of the, uh, when I was, we had a group of cops in the Marriott when I was going to my room they saw this Bumblebee cosplay the cops were like yo I'm gonna take this picture and the other cops were like let's go he's like no no I'm gonna take this picture he's talking to somebody right now I'm waiting to finish talking they're taking a picture of this Bumblebee 
So I think even though the cops are here on duty, they're enjoying themselves. Well, no, they're not on duty. This is off-duty volunteer you know, work. Right? Volunteer work? Yeah. Or no, they're getting paid for it. Yeah, they're they're getting paid overtime. Overtime money, pretty much. But uh, we were what was it? We were coming from the Hyatt, and we saw cops going at the post office. I'm like, oh, they're gonna start kicking people out. Nothing happened. Yeah, unfortunately. No, they, they just went up there. I don't know what they're doing. I guess I don't the, know what the, the patrol rules. I think are. I guess the cops wanted to record some booty shaking or something. <laughs> yeah, but normally when you see them go up there, you know some shit's about to go down because that's not a common occurrence. But this year, it's a common occurrence inside any of the hotel spaces, you know. And I, I'm I'm just not feeling. It. I, I'm going to be outright about that. I think it impacts the vibe. Having cops there, yeah. You know, because people, people get a little wild at Dragon Con, and that's what we like. Yeah. But yeah, uh, also another thing we have noticed, no Papa John's. They've been kicked out for sponsored good, good content yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from uh, local breweries. That they have said from Cutwater, the local brewery here in Atlanta. What was the other one? Uh, uh, Firewater. Right. Yeah, so... You try any of that? I, I tried Cutwater. We had the... Which is the, which is the one with the black tent in the back of the Marriott? Firewater. I had that. I had their IPA. How much are they marked up? Uh, my IPA was $7. Oh, that's not bad. No, I feel like it's a regular price for an IPA. Yeah. We did try to cut water... Uh, margarita? Margarita, yeah. Cocktails in a, in a can. And those cost $8 a pop. You like? You said you liked them, didn't you? I like the Mai Tai and the... Uh, I think the Mai Tai. The Long Island is really strong. It felt like a strong Long Island. Uh, then we had the wait, Magma wait, wait, Margarita. Wait, 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 so this is like pre-mixed in an aluminum can? Yeah. They're trying to class that genre up now. I have no idea. It's but drinking on the go. Well, yeah, but like, I first encountered that kind of thing when I was like backpacking Costa Rica in like '05, and yeah, I can get like a, a rum and coke in a can. It was the nastiest shit I ever tasted. And you're telling me like, you know, specialized breweries are trying to make this shit now? Yeah. Uh, and it seems a lot, a lot of the hotels have um, like on-site catering. So I know Maria had two spots where you can get like, quick bites, like a cheeseburger or a pizza. Or they had like the big meal downstairs. Or and, and, and go on, say the line. What's the what's the place? Velocity. Yeah. You mean high velocity? High velocity. We still haven't ate there yet. We can do it tomorrow since we, tomorrow's we Labor Day. Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow's Labor Day. Nothing else is open. That's right. Papa Joe, we're going to high velocity. Papa Joe's paying. <laughs> no, I'm. Yeah, it's, it's your 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 name's in the no, room, man. right? <laughs> <laughs> <Hell>. <laughs> I find those charges is going to be problems. Too late. Bob's already racked up on pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I was wondering, because um, we can't see like records for the Marriott and like that. But if the Marriott kicked out Papa John's for their own personal gain to try to make money off of here, because let's say you're drinking, you're drinking, you want to eat food, so you can buy food downstairs. Because there's no Papa John's, not even in uh, Hilton. There's no Papa John's. Hilton's doing their own service food too. The alternate theory is Papa John's decided not to renew because they didn't think they would make any money off of it. A lower attendance con. I, I still think they may, maybe, I'm not sure, we can't see the record, but maybe they broke even this year through it. I feel like with the surcharge, they're trying to recoup all the money they lost over no, the year. No, some restaurants did have surcharges. We went to uh, Pacific... Uh, no, every place we've been to... Every, 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 every restaurant has a service, service charge, charge or like something. 18 to 20%, which is yeah. pretty big. I, but I, I think it's respectable that they at least want to get the staff paid. Well, well, again, if that's what it is. Tonight was the only place that actually said it was a tip. 
a you know a gratuity added as opposed to a service charge. Yeah, I mean, what does a service charge mean? Who is charging for that service? Is it the owner who is then dispersing a percentage of that to the wait staff or? Yeah, because I think on the, on the receipt it still says tip, right? No, it's a service it's, charge yeah. and then a tip. Yeah. And so, you know, the tip, you know, at least absolutely has to go to the servers. Anything else is a black box. And I, I just, I don't trust it. I'm sorry. You know, like, everybody feels like they're getting squeezed this year. And. Well, I mean, if you, we went to pre try to go to Pichy earlier today around 12 o'clock for lunch. And that place was packed. There were lines all over the place. Like, maybe that staff is going crazy, but I'm pretty sure that staff is making money. Like, whatever store is there, they're making money because there's, like, lines up. I'm pretty sure they're making profit versus the money they spend on food and stuff like that. Yeah, Peachtree eateries are definitely making money this and year. they sell a bottle of Coke for three fifty. Which Which place was that? Uh, the Yummy Yummy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, it was, it yeah. was three fifty. It's three fifty for a bottle of Coke. It's like, what the fuck is this shit, man? They know people are thirsty. I mean, they got to upcharge. But we, you know, we've, we've had decent luck with eateries. We haven't had one place stroke out with food. Maybe the Kahuna Burger place was... Probably yeah, like, yeah, uh, lackluster. Well, that's because, again, like the first time we went there was the full menu. The full I menu. Think we decided this time they were operating a reduced menu. And, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. And I think any other places had a full menu, but we, I haven't had any issues with any of the foods. Yeah, yeah everything's all good. Even the quick bites at the Marriott was decent. That cheeseburger... The cheeseburger wasn't bad. Probably could have been better. Honestly. I mean, it reminded me of school lunch cheeseburgers. That dry, bland patty, but yeah. it hit the spot. I mean, the one thing I did see that I'd never seen before, on the walkway between the Marriott and the Hyatt, sometime early last night, there was a couple people there with a stack of delivery pizzas and they were just giving out slices to people walking by for free. When was this? Like I said, early last night. They, I mean, they eventually got a line and I think they probably you know, were done within an hour or less. So I mean, someone was it was as high as my chest, but they still probably burned through those boxes like nothing. Shit, I want free pizza. Would you really take a free pizza from a complete stranger in the middle of a Dragon Con Skybridge. I took a random ducky from a random stranger. Yeah, you know what? And the reason why the duck that I got like four years ago ended up on my floor is because I never actually wanted to touch it. I had no idea how I was going to wash the inside of a squeaking rubber duck. And now it's on your bed. That that was your cue to, to like squeak. Oh, yeah, here you go. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah, it's on my bed, but everything has been on this bed right now. And whatever, I, you know what? Including both of these. <laughs> no, well, you know that's who I actually didn't see. I did not see any of the Spartans this year. I saw a few of the Spartans. Yeah, actually. Spartans, really? Yeah, yeah. Not a whole group of them like they normally are. There is like maybe one or two running around. Yeah, not many Spartans. Because half the time you get a low floor, they're always around. Like they always come out of the same room all together, mm-hmm. and they go down the escalator all together. And maybe that COVID diet got most of them. You know, I I gained some pounds. Me. I gained some pounds. I've always been fat, so I can't really tell. <laughs> yeah, but I think so far it's been a subdued Dragon Con, and you know, it's, it's, it's Sunday night as we're recording it. It, and seems, just, it seems very subdued, and a lot of people say there's like been a vibe this whole time at Dragon Con, which, yeah, and you know, in the back of everyone's mind, it's still COVID, and you know, it's, it's weird seeing everyone in masks, especially in cosplays, but people are having fun, or at least trying fun. to. 
And it's good to see people out here trying to enjoy themselves a little bit before going back to their mundane lives. Speak for yourself. My life is always exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going back to that uh, Noah's Ark happening in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking New Miami over there. Yeah. Um, it's my fault, you know. Actually, the last time I moved to New York State, back in like 09, was the first time a hurricane came through there. Uh, let me tell you that. Because I, we've, I've had the worst luck flying back to Miami after Dragon Cons. Because there's always a hurricane or some sort of storm. But thankfully, this one's in the middle of the Atlantic, not anywhere near me. So Yeah, we had, we had Ida on the way down, and I just barely missed that. Because we had, what, what was the hurricane in 2019 that we, we, Bobby and I decided not to fly out? Well, I have no idea. We just had to drive that day. Uh, we that drive year. down with, uh... We, dro- we drove down with Will, Allison, and Joseph. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. And, I mean, of course, you know, some years ago, D and I drove up through one, too. And it's just... It, it falls on a bad part of the season and a bad part of the country. Yeah. yeah. But, thankfully, Ida missed us. Yeah. And it didn't really affect Atlanta, I think. It hit and most of it. Louisiana, uh, Mississippi. Yeah. And then... The weather's been perfect. Yeah, it's been it's hot-ish, but the nights have been nice and cool. It hasn't been Miami hot, I'll tell you that much. But it seems like waiting in line for events on the outside hasn't been an issue for a lot of people. But I will say some of the events are kind of a uh, bullshit. I mean, I, I, I can't speak for Bob and Joe, but I went to the Spectrum Ball last night, which is the QLGBT event. And... I've heard some places that if you leave, they'll give you a ticket to come in. But, you know, here you have a dance with a lot of people coming in and out, drinking, having free water. At some point, you have to go to the bathroom, right? You have to line up again. And the line, depending on what time you got there, will just snake through the, the Hyatt. And it seemed that the weight was contributed to, I think, either a capacity, because it did stop letting people in for a while. And for some reason, this dance is the only dance I've seen that cards people to get in. You have to be 21 or over to get into the Spectrum Ball, which I have not seen for any of the other dances. I've not seen for the 8-Big Bash. I have not seen it for the Bunny Hutch. Uh, I'm not, what's the other one, Heroes and Villains? Yeah, yeah. went to Heroes and Villains. And, and it, we're talking to ourselves, like, maybe it's because they serve alcohol, but they serve alcohol in all these dances. Yeah. So it's bullshit that the only queer-focused dance at DragonCon is the only one carded to get in. And it didn't really bother me as much until the majority of DragonCon, people are trying to get blood. And you see a lot of people out here with a placard saying, get blood, you know, save a life, save three lives, save a baby, whatever. But you get people coming into DragonCon, some people are pent up sexually, they're going to have sex at DragonCon. I can't donate blood unless I haven't had sex with the guy for three months. Which is stupid. And we all know you're slaying Dick, D. Dee's not saying anything. He's <laughs> not saying anything. I, I can't edit that out for you, Bob. That's it's alright. It's, it's a mistake. Because a slaying a slain D, D, you know, that's how it came out. It hit the double D. But I heard slinging Dick. Slinging Dick, D, yeah, that's sorry. Because you know, say slaying D or slinging Dick, and it was a, a little a mistake on my part, but it's fine. But, you know, like I said, you know, you're slaying Dick. And, you know, three I, months, you can't do it. No, and I, I, I've had a streak going on this whole Dragon Con, so I don't think I'm going to break that tonight or tomorrow. But well, is it, Oh, yeah, every night. Every night, I yeah, have to hook up. Fuck. But perfect, uh, what are you person. doing? You were the one over there in the Marriott. You're supposed to keep the traditional. You got, you, got a low, you got a low floor at the Marriott. You got easy access. You got 
a lot of, I'm guessing a lot of, not a lot of single women out here, but you know, I'm, I'm you have pussy, you have pussy waiting for the West that you said no. <laughs> That was a hypothetical just going over. Yeah, it was hypothetical pussy. It's just a note to it. <laughs> I tell you how I feel about the West. I'm not fucking tracking So what you're saying is you defeated yourself in your own mind <laughs> before the battle even started. This is some art of war shit, and you are on the wrong side. I, see, I, I think the women here know that. They see you and like, nah, I don't think you get a good dick. I'm like, why? Because you wouldn't walk to the West in front of <laughs> He's got the Scarlet L right on his shirt. Uh, Meanwhile, I, I'd walk to the Omni. I'd walk to the Westin. I had to walk to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And the thing is, he did walk to the Westin like three separate times this weekend, even without us there prompting him, prodding him, I dragging did. him. Carrying. So even though I said no, I would probably be like, I would have gone anyway. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would have gone. I would have texted you guys, look. Don't look, look at my Sunday right night, the world may never know. All right? Hey, yeah, we're at the court. We know what happens Sunday night. Hey, you know what? Maybe I go to the Westin, go to the fifth floor. Is there, is there a dance tonight? I feel like this last night at Alderaan, right? No, that was last night. Sounds actually scary? last night. Yeah, I because I I would didn't go to it, but it was on. It's the Hilton, I think, right? But there's normally a dance on Sunday nights. Yes, and I do not remember which one it is. It, it might be popping. It's a Sunday. I mean, sure, it looks a little bit subdued. And also, outside. the Sunday passes were sold out. So yeah, but I don't think a lot of people are staying past ten o'clock today. Oh, yeah, a lot of people leave Monday too, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I saw people checking out. Like I'm, Which is pretty standard, yeah. but I think tomorrow I'm, I'm here just to have fun and hang out. Uh, I don't think getting laid is a big part of my Jackpot experience. I don't. It's not a focus for me. It's not a focus for me either. It just happens. Look at <laughs> let me tell you something about your. You know what? I'm not gonna say no because it's, what, that, what, it's what, that kind of attitude. It's that kind of attitude where we get fucking carded, <laughs> asshole. Fucking Chick Fil A being hosted at Hilton. That's homophobic. I'm just saying that Griner is such a successful app for gay people. Like I, uh, I have, I have nothing. But I have fucking Tinder. Continue has been which terrible is, for which, me. Which is just like a solicitation app, right? Yeah, pretty it's much. Inviting half of those guys like follow my half of the girls like follow my Instagram or Snapchat. That's where I talk most at. I'm not what, gonna fucking do that shit. What did we see today at the market? They said it was a uh, uh, a cam girl. Or no, I thought that was yesterday. Oh no, so that was, was a Miracle cosplayer. No, the Raven, no. the Raven cosplayer. No. Gave me her card. No, no, we were at the market today. Was she? Told me, you told me she was a famous cosplayer or like oh, a Oh, Yan Han. Okay, Wait, she was actually here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought she was too big to actually come out to real events. Anymore. Yeah, she was there. I guess she's, she's slinging out some of her portraits. And because so she's she was, got a booth in the market every year. And yeah, she, like she, she was there. Sta- she was there. But it's just staff that's usually... No, no, she she actually can't. And Joseph has left the room, heading to that booth right <laughs> no, now. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm... I'm well, because she's selling, like, her cosplay props. Or she right, cosplay but, props. like, there's, there's too much bad backstory there. I would never. Is there? Yeah, Sure. I, I don't. I, I, I thought she was a cam girl or something. No, well, I mean, because the thing, I mean, and I can't like confirm a lot of this with documentation, but the rep has been that you know because she blew up, you know, she got the reality TV series, she got all the branded products that are super marked up. You know, you go to any Joanne Fabrics, Michaels, whatever you see, that's the priciest shit they have for the same generic ass Ava foam you get anywhere. Right. But it's just that you know. It's the same thing that you always get when people get rich quick, right? You know, people acting like, oh, you, you forgot where you came from. Oh, yeah. You're stepping on the small businesses. You know, you're not honoring, you know, was, your, your talents, your craft, your your respect to the community is not there anymore. So that's the vibe that I had picked up from years ago from, like, people that were in the cosplay community. And so I would never touch it just because, like... Her shot wasn't... Bumping either. No, no, it never is because I feel like a lot of people have that 
that feeling, you know, regardless of whether it's true or not, you know, that is the perception. And me as somebody that doesn't do cosplay a lot knows that. I just feel like, because uh, she was in the realm of, like, Jessica Najiri. Right, I mean, big... but that's another name that, yeah. like, you always... I'd yeah. Like I always feel like it's like eh, I, I I'm not a fan of hers, but like I felt like she's more popular and has like a longer mainstay than Yaya Han because of a certain uh, ethnicity they don't share. Uh, but Yaya had that reality show. So did Jessica Near, I think. Really? Like on TV? On TV? Well, she. It's like on cable TV. This was a real. Well, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna. But looking, at, but looking at the schedule for today, it seems like the only thing on for tonight. Uh, Quick jump cut. <laughs> well, actually, it's tomorrow. No, there's there's a three a three a.m. DJ Mister Richard, but there's nothing between twelve right. and three. Yeah, so let's talk about those three a.m. raves that they usually have. I haven't made it to any of them because of that discontinuity like even last night you know most of the other parties cut out at two the next one doesn't start till three but you're in the marriott atrium and they're already shutting down half of the floor space on the back side the dj's been out for a while there's no music going and there's just not as many people milling around as there normally would be and so you know that vibe of continuing to party you know continuously from one to the other to the other just isn't there population isn't there you know, people tried to, like, huddle into the Marriott for warmth in the dark of night because the Hilton and the Hyatt were already empty at, like, 2 a.m., which, to me, is unheard of. And Quiet? Yeah, like, for real, quiet. You walk through the Hilton, and nothing's going on. We did. We did. And it was, like, we turned 180 degrees around and walked right back out. Did we walk, did we walk the perimeter, or we just, like, just said, fuck it, and just walked back? We did walk the perimeter, but there was no purpose. No. And that, not even the Marriott, even though past years, the Marriott would be going until 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and then set up the rave going on inside the ballroom. So you'd have like a party on the lobby, but it seems like it's been a considered effort from all three hotels. I'm not sure how the Weston is. You have to tell me that, Bob, since you like going to well, the Weston. Weston is always really subdued in the lobby and common spaces. And I feel like that's... There's still part- space for it, though, I think. I mean, there's... No, I mean you. There's, there's that. I pointed out to you. There's that section off to the side there that's got like some open floor space. They had a stage there during the day for like music to play, and but you know it's the one that you get more people that aren't part of the con. It's the one, that, of course, is not connected to the other host hotels, so it's always lower key. But it, it just seems like I mean, even looking down at the street right now at the Marriott. It, it seems like we just flew in on a Thursday night. It's not nothing going on right now. And I kind of wonder how the Marriott is right on the lobby, because normally we hear some music muffled, but some music going on. Yeah, there's always somebody with a boombox out on those steps. Yeah, even the, I think even the steps are... The steps are empty. Yeah. This is the uh, Voyager Check cast here, peering out the window down at the peons walking the street. Yeah, from on a high in the what, radio... Is this what? The radio tower? Is that what it's called? Radio tower. Radio tower. Might as well be. No, it's a uh, radius. Radio. That was radio. But whatever, sure. Well, it's radio right now because this is going to be broadcast soon. We, we still have one more day and even then they close shit down at five, so half a day pretty much. And we'll see that I have the alcohol party. Yeah, we, we, we're wondering if there, are, if there is going to be a party tomorrow. 
Numis is at night, right? Like around yeah, 9 it's or Yeah, usually, o'clock. yeah, that late in the Hilton basement. I haven't been to the Hilton basement there, partly because... We went, we passed by the other day, and it was closed. Yes. But Cleaning. Sh- that was all clean. It was all, okay, okay. Yeah, it was open when I went, I went down there earlier. Did you um, see anything on the Discord about it? No, I mean, they're still doing the anime tracks down there. No, but did you, did you ask about the, the Bring Your Own Booze party? Oh, not for the Hilton party, no. Oh, okay. I figured be on the Discord or someone on Twitter will say well, something. Well, we'll look. We won't have anything else to do at that time. Look, everything else is closed. We're, so we're, we're going to hit up the so high velocity. High velocity, yes. <laughs> Whatever. But, I mean, this is what happens when, you know, our, our regular fair and balanced cheerleader isn't part of the, the crew here. You know, this is the, the negativity check cast right now. But I think it's warranted. I, I really think that, objectively speaking, this has been... An the, average? No, it's not average. This is the worst Dragon Con event. Mm. Like, dead stop. And and there are plenty of good reasons why that's the case. Bad but pickup. But there's not... You know, I can't sugarcoat it. I cannot. Physically, mentally, morally, dispositionally, I have to tell you in the worst possible terms that this is the worst Dragon Con I've been to and for I, like I talked to people who you know it was their first time I try to tell them look don't take this as an indication of what happens here because this is not what it's really like we met someone who came in this for the first year and they were enjoying it yeah, well sure I mean they're enjoying it but they could be enjoying it so much more yeah true when I came here the first two times under different circumstances I had a blast and I was barely even involved in anything yet. And, you know, if I were first-timing it here, I would just be like, oh, it's kind of av- you know, mediocre. I, well, I, I will say this place is much bigger than uh, a con that was happening in the West Coast called PAX West. PAX is still going on this year in Seattle. Yeah, and so pretty much they only had one convention center and only, like, the most littlest of, like, vendors and stuff like that. And show, show the cameras, like, PAX West... And they show a whole bunch of empty spots, uh, like an empty space in their area that they could have done. So, I mean, this is probably one of the bigger conventions that's happening in the States. Yeah, and it's definitely because even though they imposed, you know, health and safety measures, they still played it pretty fast and loose, you know, as Dragon Con does. Dragon Con is barely under control at any point in time. And so that was change. It was 2020 August, late August, said, no, we're canceling. Like, what? August 15th towards the, la- the later half of August they could have easily told us they were going to cancel earlier than that but sure they were trying to see how everything was going to gauge because of COVID this year they could have easily said we're going to be asking for masks and vaccine cards from the get-go but they put their foot down was it August 1st? No it was it was even after that because we recorded about this the first week of August and the vax mandate hadn't come in yet the, the mask well, it was the, the vaccine mad, was yeah, the, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. The, vac- the vaccine part was afterwards, and that was like the big shift. And I think what they used to excuse themselves from having to do like more labor-intensive ways of protecting people is assuming that, oh, well, most people are going to be vaccinated. That's the best anyone can do. And that's mostly true. <clears throat> but and I just want to get the timeline straight. The vaccine mandate for DragonCon was before the FDA approval for the Pfizer Beyond yeah, vaccine, exactly, yeah. right? Yep. So just to get the historical record in order, it wasn't because the FDA approved it, 
that it went through, you know, they called it because, I mean, that was still a trend for lots of other places, you know, lots of indoor, you know, activities in New York City where I'm at, you know, we're already under that kind of thing. And even before that, though, uh, we were, I think, we were supposed to attend a town hall on a Wednesday, the week, next week, but then before that week happened, it was on Saturday, Atlanta mentioned that all indoor indoor activities or any indoor events would need to have masks. So yeah. they pushed the, the town hall for that Sunday to finally say, yeah, okay, now due to this, we're going to be asking for masks. And that was it at the time. But I, I realistically expected the mask thing the whole time. I mean, even just going back to the you know the choke point at the Sheraton, I would never walk through that unmasked under these circumstances. You know, no we, matter you what anyone would walk there without the mask anyways. Right, that's what I'm saying. Because Legionnaire disease. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that, Ed. You're supposed to be the one who's still... I'm, in filling, in, I'm, I'm filling in for Andrew. Well... Mr. Sheridan, it's not me. I'm, I'm expressing the voice of my colleague, Andrew Dadesky. <laughs> I mean, those, those are big shoes to fill, as I've gathered. And but uh, Jack Hahn is... Uh, Expecting to happen next year because they had the Sheraton Hunger Games happening already during yeah, the yeah, Dragon Con. Well, I mean, they they want that deposit one way or the other because they know that shit's non refundable. Oh, is it not going to be non refundable? Most of the hotels uh, uh, fees are not refundable. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we got that rollover because it was like a the first year of the pandemic. They were yeah. nice about it, but now, this yeah. year they said I, nah. like I was telling you, like if it wasn't for the fact that. If I, if I had the option to roll over to next year, I probably would have skipped Dragon Con. I probably would have just asked you if I can just go visit you at New York at this point. Because if either I would have stayed home, I would have lost my deposit in the room. Yeah. And I don't know what the protocol is to have a room transferred. Because normally they wouldn't let you do that. Well, I mean, you have to have somebody to transfer to. Exactly. Also. And I didn't. I don't know anyone will need one in the room. Because, again, either people didn't want to come because of COVID... Or people changed their minds after COVID, that Dragon Con asked for vaccine cards. So either I stay home, lose my deposit, lose my money on the room, or I come out here, I get to see Joe, who I haven't seen since February of 2020, have some fun, and yeah, in the back of my mind, sure, COVID is a thing, but I, I've been having fun. Well, we haven't seen Joe since February of 2019, correct? 2020? No, it was 2020. Yeah, yeah. Remember, Will, our Will friend got married. Will got married. Twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Will got married. I moved I out. Packed up. We drove out there. You know. I felt. Yeah, little, it felt longer. It felt longer. I'm I, not a lie. Because I remember, I moved out first. Then that same that first after that first weekend, I went to your house to help you pack. And then you guys left. And we had to explain to Allison that he was going to come back in one piece because we had no idea what was going on. Just yeah. that. We were driving to the center of the maelstrom. Yes, yeah, they're all worried about how long this is going to take. Like, they have to do any of the editing. That's that's on you. I'm just saying. Yeah, but but that's why this is the uncut. Well, literally, the only thing I have ever edited on this episode here at Dragon Con is when Bob dropped that hard N-bomb about Roy Mustang. Because he is that. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But don't worry. I'm the black friend. Do we have anything more we want to discuss about Dragon Con? Anything else? No, I mean, other, right other, other than the queer stuff, I, I have nothing. I, I, I've had fun. 
Yeah, yeah. Fun. Let's not lose sight of that. I- I'm going to channel D here for a second. Let us not lose sight of the fact that we're still having fun. As much as we're complaining about it, it's complaining because we want them to do better. They have done better. We've had better experiences, and we want that next time. Sure. I hope they I, learn from this. If shit. if I were to be ranking Dragon Cons, this is probably the low end. But I I still would, I still am not going to shut on it. This, this this is probably between the first year we did Dragon Con when we did host hotel. We had to take the Marta. Okay, that's oh, got to be the worst. That was the, I, not for me because I took the Marta home. Well, still, you but you got to leave like at the height. Yeah, night, they get to hang out in hotels. That's fine. I, I I went home. I, I chilled in bed watching Evangelion. You guys walked three miles down Bum Boulevard. Almost got. Well, I'm, I'm saying as a, as a Dragon Con go ranking, it's hard to say if this is the worst one or the first year was my worst one because basically because once you go to host, host hotels. It's a different game. Okay, now, now you have your own room. You, 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 no, you know, even if we share the room, host hotels right. are always a different game. So, so this is this is the real deal: is that next year's Marriott Hunger Game, we're going to need all hands on deck because nobody's going to want to go back to sharing a room with anybody, right? <laughs> y'all, y'all are spoiled now. No, well, no, let, let me no. tell you something about me: I don't make enough money to be doing that. And I'm, me neither. I'm, next year, I'm going to ask for money. This year, I'm okay with. So, and we got to talk to D about. If, we gotta talk to Papa G. What's gonna happen Papa with, uh, with this room to see if he can just transfer it to you, and now we can have this well, one room. What do you mean? He better be here next year. You hear that, D? You better be back here next year. I have put it on vacation time right now. Panel ideas that I'm developing starting now, not to mention the ones we had to drop this year, which honestly still hurts me. I mean, that's you know, you guys are talking about whether or not you would have come. My whole line for more than a year was, you know, I would come if we had business to do, and, you know, I'm not going to lie, I felt, like, really pretty depressed after finding out that we had to cut those because... It's pretty much your main reason to come. Yeah, and, like, I hadn't done all the preparation, but there was no way I was going to be able to prepare with the wind being knocked out of my sails like that. You know, I'm I'm not trying to, like, throw any blame. Obviously, there were factors beyond, you know, human comprehension, clearly, that led us down to this situation. But it, it, it feels rough to say that, like, each time is like we're hoping for a rebound after each time, you know, like, 2020 was, like, all virtual. Nobody was involved here from our group. You know, this was supposed to be the comeback year. It wasn't really. Mm-hmm. And so to push off, you know, next year's the comeback year. But I think a lot of people are going to be feeling that way because, like, we, we looked at the app. You know, a lot of the tracks were just low on content. You know, stuff got canceled. Visitors didn't show up. You know, it wasn't just us who was stuck in a situation where, like, we couldn't put on things that we were gearing up to do. It's next, next year is going to be a you know, full four dragon con. Well, hopefully. Yeah, or, or we're all going to be dead. One of two things. So, Don't forget about that Delta. So, okay. So, like, let's say next year we're in the same situation. And it could be another neuter Dragon Con. Would, we, would you be coming? If you have business again? I, I'm, yeah, yeah. Because, again, the, I, the, the thing that held us back was, you know, personnel. You know, last year when we put on those panels, we had six hands on deck. You know, not, to, not even counting, like, the additional guest panelists that we picked up along the way. You know, but we needed some of you guys out working the crowd, filming... You know, to get it all done smoothly and not like some amateur act job that you know some of these places really are like. You know, I'm I'm not gonna you know I mean D put this on me right. You know that we have a standard to uphold. You know this is our names on this thing, right. and you know I take pride in that. Not gonna half-ass it. And so yes, I want to come back, but 
only in full force. You know, I, like I'm not going to solo this. You know, right. if like nobody else is going to come, I'm not going to come because, you know, it, it's fun. But honestly, I'd rather than just go somewhere exactly that I either like more or haven't been yet. Right, and I I, I think it depends on me if I can get a room because I'm I'm yeah, not. I mean, I'm we're not... going to try. We're going to try, and, and so like, I got to walk that back too because. I told you guys before, I've been trying to get, like, one of my other friends to come for years now, and he keeps saying, oh, next year, next year, next year. And obviously, you know, the past couple of years have been a situation, but, you know, trying to bring more people in means I better be here to guide them around. So, yeah, I mean, even then, that, that could be, like, a plan B. You can bring other people into Dragon Con right. so they can experience well, look, the Well, look, Ed, I mean, let's be real here. I don't have that many other people because, you know, I live in that cave, and I just, you know, am hunched over the desk... You mean you don't want to bring the bear in? We saw, we saw, uh, what was that shark? King shark? Was that who that was? The one from the picture? I don't know, that, that, the, the, the king pin shark? I mean, he yeah, king, like yeah, the, king shark, king shark. Okay, I mean, he looked like Kingpin from Spider-Verse. I was just watching that movie today, too, in here. You're getting good movies. In I America. know, I know. I've, I've been. I don't get. I don't, we don't get shit. The Marriott. Damn. I got. Yeah, I got fucking Resident Evil on TBS. No, I got Black Panther and I got Spider Verse today. I, I, and Logan. You know, you might be uh, sure about Logan. Some high holes. I mean, they they stab a bunch of people on movie. I like that. I got Resident Evil. I can't really complain about that. I know. I, I would have traded you any of those for Resident Evil. But best soundtrack out of all those four movies. The ones that thought. I mean, that's not what I think of first. When that's I the only thing. I, that's the only thing I remember from that album was the time. I mean, again, if I could, without you know, getting copyright dinged here, blast the Static X, sound, you know, track off of that soundtrack, Static I X. would. I've yeah. not heard that in eighty-four years. Well, I mean, Wayne Static's dead, so you're not going to probably hear it anytime soon. Did you know his brother was from Power Man Five Thousand? No, it was Rob Zombie. Is that Rob Zombie? Yeah. Okay, Rob Zombie's little brother is Spider from Power Man 5000. Never mind. I see Spider, Static X. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could tell you stories about seeing those guys live, but mostly those were about those guys telling stories while the sound system broke down. So let's not jinx that here, because I'm, I'm looking at the monitor here. We're still getting good audio, despite the... Uh, I mean, I love this place to record, but it's also sketchy as hell. Hey, also, yeah, I think you had the AC off, right? Well, yeah, because to try to... Yeah, not the master, not the master audio. I mean, Bob's fine. Oh, oh, yeah. I am chilling. No, you're not. I am. No, you're not chilling. No, it's like 90 chilling. degrees in here. Like, I am chilling. Like, that's is, probably why is... Ed is tapping his wrist trying to get me to shut no, it I'm, down. No, I'm squeezing the duct. <laughs> All right. My, so... my room is at 65 degrees. Right, and it's going to be 65 in here as soon as I cut the cord on this. It's going to be 69 degrees later. <laughs> Wait, I mean, we still, I mean, have, we, still have, we still have one more night. We have tonight. We have tomorrow. Half a night, hopefully tomorrow Monday. The stragglers who stay behind do want to do the uh, the jungle juice party. I- I'm gonna check it out. I mean, look, we got that sealed box of hockey last time, and so if I can get something factory sealed up out of there, that I'll eat. You you, you want to eat a high velocity with us? Shut up. Velocity. I was just gonna say the 69 degrees Fahrenheit is the ideal temperature. For Pocky? For keep, no, for keeping those mind goblins in your room. <laughs> yeah. You want to finish that? No, I don't need okay. to finish that. You know what that is. <laughs> I know I know you raised those this, mind this, this, is, this is why you got muted on Overwatch this year. <laughs> my, 
my my punitive sentence will expire by the time I get back. So I can is that why you came to Dragon Con? Because you knew like <laughs> shit. I can't stay home for about a, another week because I can't play Overwatch and talk shit. I might as well just go to Dragon Con and get angry about people touching my badge. Look, all right, yeah, you you want to bring that in? You're fine. Dragon Con. Why are your volunteers touching me at all? I am an adult human being. I am not in high school with Doctor. I don't even know his name. Doctor Cook. Cook. Yeah. Well, what's his first name? I wanted to do the whole funny thing, right? Good more lady. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not going to detention because I'm not wearing my ID straight. You know, you need to see my ID. You use your fucking words. You do not lay hands on anybody because guess what? I got hands too. Yeah, and you about to deck someone just to give you a sticker. Okay, but what the fuck was that, man? I did. I told that dude three times to leave me alone. I, I, I wasn't there. I, I was on the phone. I, yeah, just, I, just, I just saw you storm off. He did tell the person, back off. I don't want your sticker. Well, I told him no. I, I, I did some sarcastic shit. And then I told him, hey, I just told you some sarcastic shit. Please go away. Yeah, he didn't. He had to walk away because the guy didn't leave. But, yeah. you know. I came back. Because I I, I, it was either that or I was going to, like, you know, flip him over behind me, you know, down into the Hyatt basement because we were standing right next to that shaft there. See, but I, I came back. There was no spare change on the floor, so your MO wasn't there. So I'm like, oh, well, did Joe just disappear? And then I guess you were just outside, right? Yeah. No, I just, I just wanted... Because, again, it was either that or it was going to escalate because... Look, this is what happens when you're not there to hold me back, all right? Don't, Bob was there. Right, but Bob doesn't I mean, what am I to hold me back. I watch him I already, as soon as something happens. Same with you, your fucking kiki shit. <laughs> one, of these, one of these Dragon Cons, the kikis get fed up. Because you think that you're doing it to different kikis. It's the same kiki all uh, weekend. I pay attention to my kikis. I separate my kikis. Yeah, okay. You're, you're going to go home. You're going to go to your Marriott room today. And like Joe said, you're going to find bristles, like room bristles, <laughs> everywhere with a note saying, Kiki, do you love me? And you give it a Written in blood. Written in blood. Because the Marriott rooms, the bathroom have a sliding door. So you're right. going to open that sliding door, you're going to find three Kikis in there with a, with a knife. Well, when I walk in, I see my bathroom sliding door closed. I'm walking back out. And just going to a different room. <laughs> you're just checking out I'm right there. I'm like, we need to get out of here. You're not to my room. <laughs> I'm gonna call it. Hey, I need to go to your room. There's keys in my room. Like that's not my problem. <laughs> I give you the spare key for Joe's room. I mean, you could try to pull up here, but unless you can slide through the crack while the uh, the latch is on, you probably wouldn't want to come here because your room's at 65 degrees. Right, that's true. You, you would never. I'll I'll snuggle with Papa Joe. <laughs> no man, yeah, I gotta keep it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the one goblin thing. <laughs> I mean, they're related to Mogwais, right? What? Mind goblins? Sure. I mean, I think they're as hairy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and that is why you need to keep it at 69 degrees. Because all the hair. Speaking of, yeah, but you have Mogwais in your shower. <laughs> Wait, that's just how... It, I told you, man. That's why I need that conditioner. That's what happens. I shed like crazy. It's like a cat just threw like, three different kind of hairballs in there. Imagine what it's like where I actually live. I, I remember... Because one of my cats is a long-haired. So this is pretty much you. No, no, because they combine. Oh, okay. They weave together. Just naturally on the floor. They, they accumulate. Hairs of a feather flock together. Yeah, they accumulate and they gather up into these things until it's like it's its own creature. You know, my long, thick hair is tying together, you know, clumps of those shorter, fluffy ones. It's disgusting. It's totally disgusting. At the end of the year, you got to have your own hair golem. 
I don't know what the fuck is behind my fridge, but I've never pulled that out. And at this point, I'm not going to. I'm going to move out next year, and we're just never going to. At least you know if the, your fridge is not working, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah, pretty events. much. But, I, mean, we, we, I mean, you got nothing on the schedule for tonight, right? We're just going to be people watching, I guess? People watching. Because I, I, are you going to go to the rave at 3 a.m.? If I'm awake. No. I mean, there wasn't even a line for the one on Saturday night. So it is probably not going to be popping off tonight. I, I, no, the uh, schedule. No, it's on the schedule, but it's not. It's, it's not people be, will be in there, but it will not it, be. It's not going to be. A, yeah, so people, I guess people were just sitting I mean, down. I went, you know, I went with you to Heroes and Villains, Bob. And mm. I was telling you a bit. I couldn't get into it because, I mean, one, the music just wasn't like doing it for me but you know it's not like there was like a big crowd and you know when we went to last time we went to like last party on Alderaan you know there was a huge crowd DJ was doing well you know there was high energy yeah I mean Allison was super drunk yes but she got no but she got clawed she got clawed (laughs) she got clawed you know what we gotta do we gotta get wide clawed I'm just joking I'm you I offered we could make the detour to, you know before you came up here. You guys could have been flaunting the law at will in here. Some noise is happening back there. Yeah. yeah it, it, okay. I mean, sorry. It, it seems like in the background there's some noise coming from right out. So yeah. that's promising. I mean, even yeah. for t- uh, ten o'clock on a Sunday. Sure. But um, I mean, I hear stuff like on this floor too. It's not like nothing's going on. Right. It's just you know hard to find. I mean, you have to the Hyatt. The only the Hyatt is not there's not a lot of lobby music going on. Yeah, the Hyatt like never has. It feels the most stringent out of the three hotels. Because there's not like a space to do it. Because no, because they have the, the, the yeah, escalator and the elevator. Yeah, and then they have right the, the, the lobby the underneath it's for the dances. So you have everyone lining up there, and it gets hot as fuck there. And you have the basement where it's just like a concert hall for like medieval or like. Uh, I, I never, a, I never go down stuff. there because that's where like the drum circle or the werewolf players yeah, are. That'd be it's like, like shit. It's all crazy. It's all like really crazy. I, I went there. I went to that thing the first time I was here. I get it. It's not really my thing. Yeah. But it's fun, I guess. Yeah, but like that is definitely their designated haunt. Though I will say, it, like, one thing I have noticed that is kind of missing this year are the fan tables. Really? Yeah. You're, you're missing that? Yeah. It's, it's nice seeing people like hop their crafts and like seeing. I mean, this year I, I haven't seen that many Ghostbusters. I haven't seen a lot of people from the 501st. And normally they have tables on the. I've seen lots of people from the 501st. I have not. I've only seen maybe three Ghostbusters. And nobody, they're usually camped down there at the Hyatt with like their own little table recruiting for like, you know, all the Ghostbusters or other 501sts. I, I've seen 501st people all over the place. I've seen them with the shirts on, but I haven't seen a lot of Stormtroopers in 501st. Oh, you, oh, like in gear? Yeah. No, I have not seen a lot of people in gear. Because they have a table down there recruiting. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want to join them and stuff. Right. I mean, maybe they just like focused on the parade again. I don't know. But that's probably like their big thing here, right? Is to go out and force the parade. The parade. And. I don't know, man. I was hot as shit wearing my minimal cosplay one night. Oh, because you have a scarf. Right, but if I'm wearing a full-on Stormtrooper outfit, that's also got to be hot as shit. I think some of them have fans in them, too. But if you have that, you know, like, yeah, that skill. Yeah, well, no, you, you have to be, like, what was one that? of the Dark Troopers or some, like, high-level guy. You know, you're, you're, you're regular private bottom class stormtrooper probably does not get you know cooling fans in their shit what was it you told me they had a fan it was like the Sauron Saruman or sorry the Sauron and the uh, Witch King yeah the, yeah the the guys who actually w- w- did they win no I no, think it was oh, the that's right um, granted they sh- probably should have won I did like how they looked I met them in person it was really cool 
But I think the person who won the costume contest was uh, like a handmade uh, dress from the Miyazaki film right. Howl's Moving Castle, which is gorgeous. But I met the big, Sauron. Big years for Howl's Moving Castle. You like saw also finalists uh, Alien Queen, Queen, right, on the contest? Yes, there was an Alien Queen, which I thought was severely underrated. The judges clearly biased towards the people doing dressmaking. I mean, not not to diss any of the, Oh, sorry, Best in Show? No, it was that, that Game of Thrones one that came out of nowhere. I was it, that's right. It was the Game yeah, of Thrones one. Yeah. I, I was whatever. No, it was the audience one. Was the was the Miyazaki, the Hospital yeah. Castle. Yeah, out of like three of those, but yeah, that's right. The the, the very generic dress one, and I can't say yes to that. I mean, it, sure. There's some. I'm not going to shit on the person who made it. There's some skill on it, but you know, seeing was it, we went the, the ring was all LED. Yeah, yeah, it lit up on his finger, and you could see it, you know, from the audience while he was on stage. I mean, they had cooling fans in it, had LEDs across the chest. You know, obviously he's wearing the giant-ass Sauron armor. And that giant you know, dome. It looked, I mean, it looked like film red, honestly. It was weird. It was really cool. And so when I met him in person, uh, he was telling me about the suit and everything, and I asked him about the fan, and it, it, it was a great suit. Him and the Witch King. Whatever. I mean, we're, you know, this is why we're not on the judge panel, right? You would have just given it to Alien Queen. I, look, they should have at least brought that one back around. You know, rather, like, what was the dude that they got back out there the second time? Or, no, th- that robot that fell off was pretty funny, though. Was that this year? I thought no, that, that was an old one. That's oh, was it the one? I think that was a real one. Whatever. I don't know. That, that was the most exciting thing is watching reruns. <laughs> on the, what, Dragon, uh, D, D, Dragon Con TV Land? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Anyway. This is not how we get on the judges' panel either, right? So Talking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we, I mean, we, we could live record while that's going on and, and rip these two. <laughs> that could be a thing. That'd be it could be, but they would probably get mad at us if we tried to, you know, use the video rip and no, we, we, we can just we can, we can just Mr. Science Series three thousand it. No, they probably still no. Just have it in the background, mute it, or just talk shit about it. Yes, but if we wanted to use the video, oh, they'd nah. probably block us. I mean, we can probably just tell everyone to just if it's a live stream, just to pick up uh, the live Dragon Con, yeah, then <laughs> virtual tour, and then so they can catch while we're talking I shit. I guess, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, I, I, I think our closing thoughts is I, I think the Dragon Con, sure, it's weird, it's not as packed, it's not as busy, but you know, seeing. Seeing you for have been a year, hanging out with Bob, I've had fun. We slept two more nights, well, half a night. But wait, we're gonna make the most of it. Exactly, exactly. We're having fun for the people who aren't here. Exactly. You yeah. sent that claw video to our students, huh? You sent the claw video to uh, Allison. Of course, you know, <laughs> we we went to the Publix down the road, Man. saw what? And a mango white claw. Right? Yeah, yeah. White, yeah, mango white claw. Allison's favorite flavor. You heard it here, folks. Heard it here. Mango, she loves it. If it's a white claw in a mango form, she got it. But I I'm, I, th- I like it. I Just getting out of Miami for a bit. Sure, COVID's a thing, but I don't care at this point. Yeah. I'm vaccinated. I don't go to work in the office. I'm probably going to see my parents for the next two weeks just to be safe. I'm probably going to be getting a COVID test when I get back. Yeah, I gotta see. I think my job doesn't for free, but I have no idea where to get them because I never go into my job. See, I was gonna ask. I was gonna tell you just to go to the to the Baptist, but I forgot you don't live in Miami anymore. Right. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't get through that easy. I can't get you to. Open no. Up. No. 
And you go back. You go back to work the day after, right? Yeah. Overnights. No morning. All right. Morning. Yeah, seven o'clock mor- in the morning. Morning the day after you. And we we play at four, so I mean. Can so, I fight your manager for you? Yes. Because I definitely took the day off off after I get back because I know I'm still going to be fucked up. Yeah. Even though I'm sleeping in plenty and you know otherwise taking care of myself. I should probably do that. Nah. What am I going to do? Sit around and play video games? Maybe. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure my manager's going to hate me for that, though. I don't want to give her any more word that she already has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Alright, so... Alright, so I just got to figure out how to turn this shit off then, right? Hold on one second. Oh, oh, oh. Be sure to rate and review us wherever you listen to the podcast. <laughs> Remember, our Twitter is StatCheckCast. And our Instagram and Facebook is Statchet Podcast. Give us a sh- uh, if you want to talk to us, tweet at us, uh, comment on our Instagram. Let us know what you think about it. Let, let us know about your DragonCon experience, and we'll reply back to you guys. Thank you for listening. I'm going <laughs> to get you to do that every time now, right? He clipped that. Here's the thing you put out there. You have to do that for the FGO I can one. Do it, man. I can do it. I got uh, You have to do it for the FGO between you and Matt. No, I've got a. Uh, I've started to do that though. If I if I hear a good clip, I've started to clip it out to save it for later. I've got some. You have your own little soundboard going. A little bit. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll save that for later.